and welcome back to Route 65, the podcast all about education on the bluff. Thanks for coming on the road with us as we talk about how we're working to help our students achieve their goals. District 65 serves about 850 students in pre-K through 8th grade on the shores of Lake Michigan in Lake Bluff, Illinois. Our students come from different backgrounds, just like our teachers, and we're all working together to make great things happen for kids. I'm Lisa Lealy, Superintendent of District 65. I'm joined each episode by a member of our educational community to talk about our strategic plan and how we're harnessing education tools and concepts to ensure our students learn, grow, and are inspired to change the world. We talk about joy, purpose, and many of the other core values on our route to success. I hope this podcast will keep you company on your way home from school and give us all something to think about as we keep working to make sure our students have the best education they can get. Let's get going. All right, we are here today with three very special members of the District 65 community. We are here with a seventh grade teacher and two seventh graders, and I am going to let them introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about you and what you do here in District 65. Okay, well, um, first of all, thank you for having us. Um, this is uh, Mrs. Tuhig. I'm seventh grade social studies here in District 65. Um, been here many, many years, and I just love my journey, and I, I love the fact that I get to share the world with my students. So I teach global studies and world geography, and we travel from region to region looking at everything from political and economic systems to the big issues of that region and what's happening there, how it affects our lives, how we can affect change in other people's lives. And um, I really enjoy just being able to travel the world and share the world um, and a better understanding of our world with our students. Um, I'm Caroline. Um, I'm in seventh grade and I love getting sharing my point of view on many things and issues that are happening around the world. Because I think everything that's happening in the world is very important and we should all take time to like understand what's going on. Hi, I'm Eloise. I'm also a seventh grade student. I really like school and I'm really engaged in all my classes, especially social studies, because I find it so interesting to learn about the world around us and how it affects our daily lives. Well, those are amazing introductions. And I'm excited to be talking to this powerhouse group of social studies like phenomenons. This is awesome. (laughs) And I have to tell you, I'm a little jealous because I don't know that I had such a great social studies experience when I was a kid. So I love that you're having such a wonderful experience with social studies. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So as you know, we have a strategic plan. And one part of our strategic plan is talking about what we want our classrooms to look like for kids. And today we're going to be talking about engaged, the word engaged. And so I'm going to start with Ms. Tuhig, and I'm going to ask you, what does that mean to you? So I, I would say to start with, for me as a, as a teacher, um, obviously I would want my students engaged in the learning journey. And I think for me what that looks like is um, not just are they understanding what's happening around the world, but can they take what we are studying and then apply it to hopefully promote change or deeper understanding? So, for example, when we're in Africa and we're looking at microfinance and we're looking at Kiva loans, you know, I, I want to take that to the next level where we are actually giving those loans to real people to promote positive change and make a difference in, in a person's life. So, I mean, for me, being engaged and having the students be engaged 
is is that participation and that um, kind of applying of what we're learning to to the real world to promote change in people's lives. Um, I think engagement really looks like just not not just participating in class and raising your hand, but like getting a deeper understanding and sharing your thoughts and opinion. Because especially in social studies and in this class, I love like sharing my opinion. We can debate topics and I can see other people's point of views and stuff like that. Yeah, I think engagement is not just wanting to get the work done, but really thoroughly enjoying doing it, coming to class every day, wanting to do it, talking about it after school, thinking about it all the time, and just like genuinely having fun with it. I love that. That is one of our values too, is to be joyful when we're learning. I'm going to push you a little bit to tell me what kinds of things do you, that you do in class give you that kind of enjoyment. Like, so I hear you talking about it's beyond just participating. Some of it is personal and sharing your personal opinion. It's not just getting the work done. Eloise, you said it's also, that's kind of like we talk about compliance, right? It's not just about following the rules or doing what you're told. So what kinds of activities or projects in class get you to the point where you're really enjoying it and want to be at school? Um, I really like when we do like discussion projects, especially a lot in social studies. Again, um, the teachers are really big on like projects and slideshows and we don't even, we get to experience not just like the pro side of things, but like the con and like all the different aspects to it. And I like, like learning and seeing, seeing that. I think um, projects that have a lot of creative freedom really let you stay really engaged because you can customize the project in a way that like works best for your brain and you can like really work to your full potential when you have all that freedom. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, Ms. Tuhig, what do you think about those things? Yeah, I would, I would, uh, you know, obviously 100% agree with what both were saying. Um, I think, you know, one of the strategies we use, which is the use of a Socratic circle to dig a little more deeper into a, you know, a piece of writing, try to get little perspectives on that. Um, I do think it is important as an educator to encourage students to see the world from different perspectives because it's easy to see issues from one side, but when you're trying to look at it from another person's shoes, if you will, I think that just naturally allows for a deeper understanding of our issues that we face around the world today. And then once we do understand those issues, we can talk about possible solutions to promote that positive change. But I mean, I like to see students talking to each other, thinking about things from different perspectives, um, doing, you know, Caroline did an amazing presentation to, on taking informed action about something that she wanted to see happen up in Alaska, which was pretty empowering. You know, Eloise, her writing speaks for itself. Um, just really great. You can see in their work the level of thinking that has taken place to get to that. And, and I've, I've always been impressed by that. So nice Thank job. You. Yeah. What you're talking about is really challenging getting into different opinions, different perspectives, and maybe being uncomfortable. And I don't know if you've noticed, but sometimes even adults have problems with <laughs> debate and seeing other people's perspectives. So can you tell me, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? Or can you describe a time when you've been a little bit uncomfortable with debate or taking another side of an issue? And does that, does that feel uncomfortable in a good way, like you're learning? Or are you feeling like there's challenges with that? Um. I think it really depends because like 
I think most of the time it's uncomfortable in a good way because everyone always has their personal beliefs and opinions. But seeing the other side of that may change or loosen up how you feel about that certain topic. So I think it's good to step out of your comfort zone and take the opposite side. But also, I think sometimes it may really go against like your personal beliefs and it may feel uncomfortable to share what you think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of controversial things we do in school like in LA we're doing argumentative essays where we can take our opinion and really research and evaluate the whole topic and there are like some people in the class that could do um, your subject but in the other perspective and you just have to learn like yeah they have really good points and they have research behind them and facts and you just have to accept that there are two possibilities Mm -hmm. yeah I like that do you think when you engage in this kind of thing, um, when you're talking about opinions or maybe hearing other people's opinions, do you think or how do you think that it helps you or doesn't help you with your just relationships with other students? You can still have a good relationship with someone and have different beliefs. But, yeah, I agree. But once it gets a little to that point where they're starting to be more heated or more like aggressive towards the subject, well, not really aggressive, but like more pushy, then I think it can get uncomfortable and like not it's good. Appropriate. Yeah. yeah. It could be challenging, but that's what makes it so engaging, right? Yeah, like yeah. your brain is in there and you have to be thinking about how to respond and be kind and respectful. Those are really uh, challenging things to do, not just for kids, but for adults. Miss um, Tuhig, when you are doing this kind of thing and leading a kind of activity like this, what do you think are the biggest challenges for you as an educator? Um, great question. I think, first of all, before you get into a topic that might have a lot of emotional reaction, I think it's important to set the stage of expectations. And so, for example, we want to engage in topics that need to have a conversation, but we do so, I think it needs to be done so in a respectful manner. And so before you talk about something that is going to be controversial, you know, you want to set the tone and you want to let people know what is expected out of them, right? Because we're never going to move forward as a society if we just always argue and talk over each other, right? We really need to be uh, kind of respectful about what other people are saying. I usually would encourage people to bring their positions from valid sources, how we find information needs to be addressed. And then the way that we present that information needs to also be always done in in a very um, professional and courteous way, because um, everybody has different lenses, you know, that they see the world through. And that's what makes it interesting. But how we share those thoughts needs to be done you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a format where people feel comfortable sharing what they're thinking, and even if it is an opposing position, without feeling like they're going to be judged or shut down by other people. Um, so that's kind of what I, what I like to do. That's great. I think that makes such a huge difference for kids when they know the boundaries and the expectations. And like asking, we'll add on to their thoughts. Yeah. 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 I love that. And that makes such a difference when you're conversing with someone if you feel like you're all on the same team and you just might have a different opinion about it. Um, I think application, going back to the beginning, being engaged, right? Being engaged in something and enjoying it means you're going to take it and probably try to do it other places too. Um, I think going forward into whatever career I choose would definitely help with what I did in these social studies classes and how it impacted me as a person because I'll be less sensitive and more open to hearing other people's thoughts 
and not so like protective over my own opinion. Yeah, I think accepting other people's perspectives is really important in life and in my future to help me get along with my coworkers and everybody I work with in the future. So it's just like a really vital aspect to growing up. And my goal for them would also be to take it and put it into active citizenship, right? I mean, obviously we want them to be the best citizens they can be and being able to hear other perspectives and come to consensus to move our country forward. That would be my ultimate goal for them. I could not agree more. And I feel like you two are going to be leaders in, in this. In the, you already are. Um, so if you could wave a magic wand, if you were like the, the leader of all education everywhere, and you could have one thing that you could just wave your wand and make it happen, what would it be? That's a great question. Yeah, I need to think. Wow. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Probably to continue to encourage that every every student gets a chance to really um, study something that connects to their life and they can see it, a value in what they're studying and maybe they not only learn but also can take that learning and, and use it to do something to make their life or the life of people around them better. Yeah, um, I would wish that a lot of like classes and teachers would teach um, how this connects to the real world yes. and how when we grow up we'll still be using these because there are some things that I'm learning that I know is important for my grades and like power school at the moment but I don't know how I'm going to need this in like 20 years and I want them to either teach what I'm going to need in the future or tell me how what they're teaching right now will be important. Um, I think like finding a subject that everyone will at least be somewhat engaged in in class and be excited to learn about because there's so many projects that I've done throughout my middle school career that I just felt so engaged in and excited to go to class and continue to work on it. But I think for those some people that aren't like as enthusiastic about school should always continue to try or find a project that they would be excited in. Yeah, what you guys are talking about is choice, right? So you love having choices in school. It makes it more engaging. And also relevance. You've talked about a couple of times, like if something is not relevant for you or you don't see the relevance of how it's going to translate somewhere else in your life, that it's harder to stay engaged, right? Eloise said earlier about like how it's connecting to the real world. And I think my math teacher, Ms. Kalmak, is doing a really great job about that right now because math is math, but there's so much math outside of the school world that we use every day and seeing how it connects to like people being debt or paying bills or like, like the rates of stuff going up and down is so important. And it is helping us or helping me realize that math is more than just a grade in school. Thank yeah. you for that. Well, I'm not sure I could have picked three better people to talk about engaging <laughs> instruction today. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish? I think that this is a great school district that's teaching us a lot more and I'm very fortunate for this awesome, awesome area and I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, I'm very grateful too and I've learned how to be more of a mature person by taking over other points of view and learning new perspectives and everything and I think it's helped me grow as a person so much. I would agree with that. Ms. Tuhig, anything else from you? No, I just feel lucky. I feel, you know, I've had so many amazing students over the years that have really enriched my life and encouraged me to grow and to try new things and to be a better 
teacher and a better uh, person. And I'm just, I am very, I, I would, I would agree that I, I feel very fortunate to be in Lake Bluff because um, it is a wonderful district with great, great students, great leadership. And, um, you know, we're just really lucky to have all of that. So thank you, Dr. Daly, for giving us this opportunity to share our thinking today. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> and it was so great talking to you and I will see you around to school. So thanks for being on the podcast and we hope everyone stays tuned. We have lots more fun episodes coming up. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you.